Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Chasing Health Podcast. I'm your host, Chase Smith. No matter what goal you're working towards, I hope to show you that Chasing Health does not have to be a difficult or scary ordeal. Join me and my guests as we talk about all things related to becoming a best version of yourself, whether that's through nutrition, fitness, mindset, or life topics in general, we've got you covered. All right, let's not waste any more time and dive right into the show. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Chasing Health Podcast. Back with Chris. What's up, man? What's going on, Chase? Not much, not much. We got a shorter episode today, I'll say, but also short, but with a lot of value in it as well. You know, we, and we've been talking, Chris and I have been kind of brainstorming a lot of like podcast ideas. And as you guys have seen, we haven't had a ton of guests other than like our coaching staff on the podcast recently, but we've been wanting to do more of like these like shorter, like really applicable episodes where you guys can leave this podcast with a ton of value, actionable steps, understanding of like addressing like very specific questions. And so if any of if there's anything out there that you would love us to do like a quick 15, 20, 30 minute podcast episode on, let us know. And we can do a whole episode just on that one thing. We cover a lot of these things, I would say in the Q and A's that we do with Brevin on Mondays, but I feel like it's nice to take one topic and just kind of really dive in deeper with Brina for an entire episode on. Um, But with that said, today we're going to be talking about the relationship with scale and understanding more about the scale because I know many of you listening to this right now, and probably if you clicked on this episode, you were like, I hate the scale. I just want to throw it away. My clients jokingly tell me all the time, oh, that thing lies. I don't listen to that thing. <laughs> or um, if I, I, Sarah, my older client, Sarah, that used to work with me, um, I don't know if she's listening to this or not, but she used to call it um, her fickle little bitch. <laughs> What's the name of her scale that she used to always wake up and and say that thing was lying to her again. Um, But that said, I'm excited to talk about this. Yeah. I had a client this week. I go, you know, how you doing with your relationship with scale? He goes, that thing's my bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Yeah. I I feel like everyone has their little names to it. Little. And, and, you know, I think, but I think just adding to the humor to it helps a little bit. Right. Like, and because yeah. we all know, like the scale can be super frustrating sometimes. And I tell my clients all the time, I'm like, even I still get on the scale time to time. And I'm just like, oh man, what the fuck? You know, like I, you know, I'm, I'm like getting mad. Like obviously, and then, you know, I don't want to dictate my day, which we'll talk about that in a little bit. But like, we also have those reactions occasionally when you step on the scale. Yeah. I got like dents in my wall, like right above my scale. Cause I get <laughs> mad. I'm like, no, I'm just kidding. Um, but no, it is. It really dictates a lot. And I feel like, you know, this is, and I'm sure the people that are listening to this right now have probably fallen off a plan because they woke up and had a bad day with the scale. And they're like, how the heck is it up? And I think it's obviously important to understand too, like there's a lot of other forms of progress we probably need to be looking at. And, and, and this is my opinion as a coach. I honestly think the scale is probably one of the worst ones, uh, forms of progress, just because how much it can fluctuate. That's my opinion. But I think like looking at other forms, I love having a pair of pants that are a little bit uh, size small, you know, uh, smaller yep. and seeing if you can fit into, into those eventually. I uh, recently had a huge win with one of my clients that was able to zip a jacket that she was yeah. like, I could not this jacket up, you know, last, last year, winter, last winter. 
Um, like that, that was huge. Like having things like that, because that's, what's going to get you excited. Most people like, why do you want to lose weight? Well, I want to fit into the, this cute outfit that I had, or I want to wear a swimsuit, a two piece swimsuit. When I go on vacation, you know, those kind of things. Like, I just, I think like doing that and having that form of progress is way better, but Chase, what are some other ones that you've seen? Yeah. I mean, I, I just kind of going along the same lines, just to, you know, highlight the, the way your clothes are fitting is such a big win, right? Like that's we I love when a client, it, we always laugh saying like, you know, we, sometimes we give away like Starbucks gift cards or like Amazon gift cards to some of our clients for like gifts and stuff like that. We're like, we need to start giving away like wardrobes and stuff because people <laughs> are drinking out of their clothes <laughs> and they're like, yeah, I ordered this and it was too big. Or, you know, like I have a client that you know, she, her daughter's getting married next year. And she said that, you know, when she tried on the dress, it fit. And then she got it, you know, got it again. Like I guess, you know, they, after they tailored it the first time, now it's too big. And so it's like, well, you know, yeah, it, it may be like, quote unquote, frustrating, like in the moment to have to like the process of having to get it redone again, but still pretty big win. So, um, yeah, yeah. definitely the way it closes. Like for, what's that? I was going to say, you're paying for coaching program and now you got to go clothes shopping as well like this this whole thing's getting expensive let's just address the elephant in the room like <laughs> now we're just adding costs on top of this every every few months <laughs> but it's a good thing right i don't know about you but like as much as i hate having to go buy new clothes it's a great feeling so oh absolutely um, um and then another way you know and this is you know because of you know, the, the way your clothes are fitting is also kind of along the same lines of like measurements. When we look at measurements is another great form of progress that we're going to be looking at in throughout this time. And we take measurements usually every month. I do have some clients that will update them bi-weekly, but I would say don't do it more than that. Some people get, you know, really nuanced, like want to check it every, every week. And I'm like, it's, it, I think it's going to be more disappointing the more often you are, because you're going to see smaller increments. I personally prefer monthly just because that way, you know, nothing's better than be able to like, you know, look at, you know, go to remeasure and it's like you're down a whole entire inch or two inches or three inches on certain things. And so I think it's really important to check those once a month, you know, neck, biceps, chest, waist, hips, thighs, calves, you know, wherever you're comfortable. That's, that's I think our normal rundown that our clients do and just get a, one of those cheap tape measures. They even make some now actually that have like the uh, what's the you know have you seen the ones that like they link together they retract, like, they retract yeah yeah and it makes it like super easy i haven't used those myself but i've heard some clients say they love them um but that makes it really easy and do your best to try to measure in the same spot each time um you know that's measurements can also be a little bit inaccurate sometimes because i feel like some clients aren't being mindful of how much or you know, how off they are i usually say try to find landmarks it's like using like belly button or like the highest peak of your bicep or like try to like find certain landmarks on your body that or even like heck i sometimes i'm like you know like oh like you have a if you have a mole or something like that on your body like use that as like your landmark to know like month to month because if it's going to be disappointing if you're measuring in a different spot and now it looks like they're going up but actually maybe you just put the tape measure in the wrong spot unless you have a lot of moles and then you'll get confused which, <laughs> which mole was <laughs> <laughs> not the little ball of the big uh, ball <laughs> yeah right yeah um obviously another great form of progress is pictures that's huge there's so many people that um you know maybe the scale's not moving as much 
measurements and then it's like you show them a side-by-side -side of like a month or two I mean heck we just had a massive win in just two weeks we, we you know we have we're on a call with a client it's like oh my gosh like it looks like you've been in our program for three months it was two weeks <laughs> um but pictures can tell a lot as well and you know and I would also to encourage you to like have somebody else look at them um yeah I think that's huge because the client sometimes just doesn't see it and that's an identity thing. Like yeah. you're not seeing the progress that you're making um, sometimes. And when you point it out to, you know, uh, obviously us being a coach, like we're like, uh, do you see that? Like your stomach is like lifted and all these other things. There's different text techniques to look at that. Um, I like obviously progress pictures are huge every and, and take those every every month or so um, I think is important as well. Yeah, that's one thing that I, I love that you point that out because I have a lot of clients right now that I'm working with that send me their photos and they're like, I really don't see it. And I'm like, but this and that, and this and that. And um, one fun exercise that I love to joke with clients sometimes, I'm like, all right, I'm going to give you a hundred, well, act like I'm going to give you a hundred dollars for every positive change that you see in your photos. I bet you, you'll pick out at least four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, maybe if if you're then having to be find them in your differences. It's just right now, it's just your older identity is like clouding your sense of being able to tell the progress that you're making. Yes, absolutely. Love that. Um, that's, and then obviously you have the scale as a form of progress of tracking, you know, to track very, I think it is a form of progress to track. And I think it is important to uh, notice it, but I also think that we kind of need to dive in of like when and how to weigh in. Um, I have, talk to people in the past that are weighing in multiple times a day mm. that they're weighing in at 10 o'clock at night before they go to sleep. And they're like, I've literally received text messages from people. I mean, like, I don't understand why the scale is up right now. And I'm like, did you just weigh yourself? I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, absolutely not. Like, and it brings up a really good conversation, which we'll get into more about like the relationship with the scale. But, um, you know, weighing, weighing in should be done. You wake up, you go to the bathroom before you eat, drink anything fully naked before you get in the shower, please shower, um, step on that scale and see what your weigh in is. Yep. And yep. that's the only time you weigh in. Yeah, no, that, that's a, it's a great point. And you know, it's because if not, then again, you're just fostering a negative relationship with the scale. Like, and we're going to, you know, we're about to dive into like why the scale could be up or down, but like guys, like, Tell me, I mean, help me make, make this sense. And I'm going to explain it the way that if the way I see it and you're, you know, for some of you who may be like, well, I weigh in, you know, in the evenings as well, just to see where I'm at comparably to the morning. But how does this make sense? Because if you are weighing in the morning, that is after your body has time to had time to digest food, go to the bathroom. You haven't had anything on your stomach for a long time versus if you've been eating all day long and drinking fluids and all this other stuff and a little bit of inflammation and swelling just from like being on your feet all day. Of course, the scale is going to be up at, in the evening. So definitely good point. Way first thing in the morning and, and it's going to, and also like around like the same time each morning as well. Like I have some clients who have like the way sometimes at 6am when they first get up, or like they'll like get to like 10 o'clock and maybe they haven't eaten or drinking anything yet today because some people just don't prefer to eat breakfast and they haven't had anything by that time and they're then they're going to weigh. 
And I'm like, still that even then, like that can give you a little bit inaccurate data. So like try to stick with the first thing in the morning, each and every day you wake up and you get your day started, just skip the wait for the day, right? Like it's okay. Go to the next day. Absolutely. When not to weigh in. When not to weigh in. So I think one of the biggest things that pops in my head is after vacation, like in, or in any type of like a special event, right? Like if you're going out to have your anniversary dinner and you eat, you know, the full entree and the appetizers and the dessert and all the amazing foods, like maybe we just take the day off the next day from the scale. Like you, you can if you have a healthy relationship with the scale and you realize like, Hey, it is going to be up the next day, but especially like after vacations and like long um, weekends away, anytime you have a big change in routine, like just give it a couple of days. Cause we can almost guarantee that it is going to be a couple pounds up. What about you? Any others? Yeah. I, no, I, I think you're exactly right. Like anytime you feel good, right? Like you feel like, you know what? I just had really two, three really good days. I'm going to, I'm going to step on it. And, but I also will challenge you a little bit is if you have the mindset of like, you know, I don't want to step on it, you know, after a vacation, I would lean into that, that, that yeah. goes into and plays into that relationship with the scale. And we should probably figure that out. I have some clients that have a great relationship with it. And they're like, no, I want to know where I'm at. Like, yeah. I want to know how this affects me. And I think awareness is the key to getting over that relationship with the scale. Yeah. Um, but you know, we kind of discussed about like coming back from a vacation and, and things being fluctuated or maybe up a couple pounds and you're going to see natural fluctuations with the scale. Unless you're eating like you're timing your meals out perfectly and you're eating this exact same amount of calories, drinking the exact same amount of water. You have no stress in your life. Your sleep is amazing, which is absolutely nobody. Um, <laughs> so like you'll call it out now. So many <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, well, I'm drinking ghosts at eight o'clock at night. That's why my sleep is terrible. Um, <laughs> but kind of share a little bit, maybe Chase, like with what uh, you've seen with your clients having those fluctuations. Yeah. And I, I'm one other quick thing I want to say about vacations as well. And the only reason I'm saying this is I have had clients say that they're going to do this and I stop them down their tracks. Please don't ever feel like you have to take a scale with you wherever you're going. Like leave that thing behind. Um, I, I actually have had clients before, like say, well, I'm going to take, you know, the scale's going with me in my suitcase so I can weigh in throughout my vacation. I'm like, no, 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 leave that at home. Um, so I just want to make sure I threw that in there. I was thinking of that, um, fluctuations wise. Um, I guess it was kind of one at a time, kind of back and forth here. Like, you know, one big one for me that I've seen is like high sodium and, and not that sodium is a bad thing. Sodium is important. Your body needs sodium. Like if you're so like people have medical problems that their sodium gets too low. So sodium is important in your diet. Um, but it's when we have big fluctuations in our sodium intake. So someone who is already a little bit of a higher sodium diet may not see big fluctuations, but somebody who eats a normal sodium diet, but has one higher day, they're going to see it. Or even somebody who has a high sodium diet, if they go even higher one day, they're going to see it. Anything outside of their normal sodium intake. And so because, and the reason is, is because I always say sodium follows water or salt follows water, water follows salt. And basically what that means is think of it this way, guys, if you are eating a lot of salt and then your body's going to hold on to more water, if you're drinking a lot of water and you're peeing all that water out, you're going to be peeing the sodium out with it. So I tell a lot of my clients, I, I'm, I'm, 
I'm not a big stickler on sodium unless like, don't get me wrong. Like if it's like super, super high. Yes. We probably need to look at like, are you getting a lot of highly processed foods and things like that. But for the most part, I will say if you are drinking enough water, sodium usually isn't that much of an issue. Yeah. I look at some other things too. And this is a shocking one for a lot of people. And I've seen it with, uh, you know, happen regularly with clients is after a really heavy workout. Yep. Um, you know, their, their body's recovering from that. You'll see spikes up as well. I have a client's like every time after his workout, it's like one to, you know, one to two pounds up. Um, so, and I, I just look at it as like your body is, you know, you just broke down a bunch of muscle. There's probably some inflammation going on. Your body's fighting that. So it's going to retain a little bit of water there. Um, sleep and stress is huge. Yes. Like, and I think that goes like, it's more so like what signal you're sending that, you know, to your body during that time, like your body's fighting off of all this sleep and like, uh, fighting off poor sleep, fighting off stress. It's not focused on like, metabolize you know metabolizing like what signal are you sending your body and that's typically why we see the scale up i know it's always up for me after a really bad night of sleep and then it's like after a great night of sleep it like drops like three it could drop three four pounds that happened to one of my clients this morning she messaged me a picture of the scale and she was like what the heck and she's like well i got she said i slept in got like nine hours of sleep last night i was like that'll do it (laughs) yes yeah i had a client she averaged like five six during the week And then it was like on Saturday, you know, Saturday morning, Sunday, her weigh-ins were like ultimate low. Um, So sleep is huge because you get like nine or 10. Um, Food quality, obviously, food sensitivities, what food, you know, are you eating foods that are fueling your body or causing more inflammation? Um, Those are a few other reasons the scale is going to fluctuate. Yeah. And another one that I see a lot of is, is, um, a lot of times if you have more food in your body, just like I, I've seen, I see a lot of people that are going, you know, if you're like you mentioned earlier about eating late at night, you're having more food in your body. You're going to weigh more the next morning. I always use the example of, you know, if you are, you know, go stand on the scale. And if I hand you a, you know, a couple apples or whatever food, and you're going to see a higher number on the scale, but there's no difference if it's in your hands or if it's in your gut. So just realize that that is going to impact it as well. Yeah. I've actually done this where I would, I, you know, and then I, I hopped off and I drank like 40 ounces of water and I stepped back on and the scale was up like two pounds. Like that's, mm-hmm. it's just going to happen. You have more fluid in your body. You have more food in your body. It's just, it's just how it works. Um, and obviously it makes sense when you break down like, Oh yeah. It's like, just like Chase said, it's like holding a bushel of apples, you know, like, yeah, this is going to be up a little bit more. Yeah. So, and and you mentioned water. Um, it, you know, also if you're dehydrated, you can be holding on to some extra um, water weight as well. I was going to say, moving into the next one, um, like, obviously we just covered why the scale fluctuates. We also have the relationship with the scale and this is obviously, it all comes back down to this right here. Um, like anything else, like your relationship with the food, your relationship with the scale, like you have to have, um, a positive mindset and you can't let this affect your day. Like I've had clients come to me and it literally, I could tell the tone in their message to me in the morning when the scale was up compared to when the scale was down, scale was down. They were just chipping 
paper, everything was going amazing. And then the moment that sold up after do, like their tone changes, again that they're doing. Um, so I think obviously having an understanding of like what we just covered about why the scale fluctuates and then improving that relationship with the scale. I love love clients way in that um because one you're building that awareness which is going to really help with that relationship with the scale of seeing it's normal to fluctuate and whereas let's just say you weighed in every monday morning which you are just completely setting yourself up for a disaster if that's the case because <laughs> we all know that you're going out you're probably having some extra drinks on friday and saturday you're eating some foods you don't typically eat and you're like oh my weigh-in days on monday don't do that I typically like Friday weigh-ins if you're going to do once a week. But, um, you know, having one day, you might have had a great six days of weigh-ins and you would have never known it. And you step on that scale that one day, that's your your tech, quote unquote weigh-in day. And it's up a pound or something. And you're like, what the heck? I just killed my body. I was munching on lettuce all week. How is the scale up? Yeah. So... I think it's important to weigh in every day to see those fluctuations and build that awareness. It will help you with the relationship with the scale. Yeah. And and also like just kind of tying it back into like, how are you reacting to the scale? I, I tell my clients all the time, one of my favorite things to tell them is it's okay to feel the emotions and the anger or the, you know, the happiness. Like it's okay to feel those emotions when the scale's up or down. What's not okay is allowing yourself to derail your progress even further because of what the scale told you. Like if that, that is sabotage one-on-one, like you, if you are allowing something that you cannot control, control your daily actions, you are sabotaging yourself. I was having a client conversation the other day with uh, our call with one of my clients the other day about, she was like, I go a week and I've been on point with everything. And then I weigh in and the scale is not changing. And she was like, well, then I get the case of the efforts and I just eat whatever I want the rest of the weekend. And then I'm back at it on Monday and killing it and still not seeing progress. I'm like, but the way you're explaining this to me is like, you're never actually being consistent for over a week. Like progress is going to take time. Focus on the journey, not the destination. Focus on the small daily habits that you're doing that will add up to the results that you're looking for. And again, look for all forms of progress, not just the scale. Love it. Yeah, I, I think you're exactly right. Like, don't set yourself up for failure. Um, you know, I and I think by doing that, weighing in after a vacation, weighing in after a weekend, you can typically feel it in your body. You can feel <laughs> that you feel bloated, right? Like, you know it. Like, I have clients say, like, oh, I know the scale's going to be up. Like, if you know it, then don't step on it. And you know it's going to affect you. Or if you're working through that, step on it and be okay with it. Don't yep. set yourself up with this expectation. Like I'm going to be down five pounds this week. It's got to be down five pounds this week. Don't yep. set yourself up for that. Exactly. Awesome. Well, man, I think we've pretty much covered a lot of the things that we want to touch on as far as relationship with scale goes. Um, anything else that you wanted to add? I think we did a great job. What do you guys think? <laughs> let us know. Um, and if you struggle <laughs> with the relationship with scale, like let us know, like I'd love I love talking about the scale with others and like kind of getting to the bottom of that and helping heal that relationship with the scale and just making you feel better about yourself and not letting the scale tell you whether or not you should feel good about yourself. And so like, let's talk about it. Let me know. Um, shoot me a message, Chris, a message. 
Let's talk about that relationship with the scale. Take it a little bit further. And again, if you have questions or anything else you want to hear on the show, let us know. Like you guys probably don't realize a lot of times like Chris and I are kind of just pulling topics out that we think would be helpful for you guys, but we don't know, right? Like there could be something that you're like, well, I wish it would cover this, but somebody else will bring that topic up. Probably not. Like every, if everyone's saying that, you know, somebody else will bring out the topic up, then we're not getting anything. So if there's something that would be helpful for you, we will do an entire podcast about it. So let us know and we'll do the next one on that one. But other than that, we will see you guys on the next episode of Chasing Off Podcast. Awesome to see you. Once again, thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of the Chasing Health Podcast. I greatly appreciate you so much for listening. If you enjoyed the show, you can help me by leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. This really helps me become more visible to others. Also, share this episode with friends or family and take a screenshot of the episode and upload it to your stories. Be sure to tag me and my guests so we can be sure to say thank you. If you ever have any questions or feedback about something covered on the show, you're always welcome to send me a message. You can find me on Instagram at changing underscore chase. Have a great day, guys. And remember, you matter.